Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life, a Thrive Today podcast where we share everyday stories of encouragement and transformation from people using relational skills in their lives. Spend time with us and be inspired by real life examples of how we use relational skills to strengthen and repair our relational connections. We're so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Chris Corsi here, president of Thrive Today. I want to welcome you to the Relational Skills in Real Life podcast. Today's topic is all about capacity and recognizing when we're out of capacity, when we lose our peace and our joy, when we become maxed out, we reach our limits. And friends, we all reach our limits. We all have limitations. We don't often like our limitations. We don't appreciate the reality that we have limits, but It is true. We have limits. And today's focus really is how to recognize our limits and what to do when we realize we just don't have the capacity and we need some help. So friends, capacity is really how much weight can you hold? How much weight can you carry and still be your relational self? So capacity is how much I can carry at any given time. I can only carry so much weight before I lose it. And a lot of things influence your capacity. So how you slept, your blood sugar crashing, maybe some big feelings that you're navigating, whether you feel alone in what you're dealing with. There's a lot of things that influence and impact our capacity. But we do have limits. Just think about this. How long can you hold your breath? Right? You can only hold it for so long. How can you go without drinking water? How long can you go without eating food? How well can you function on a poor night's sleep or maybe a lack of sleep? So capacity really sets the limits on my ability to stay my relational self. And as I said, there's a whole lot of reasons why we lose our capacity. But today's uh, story, today's testimony is really going to be from Thrive Friend and uh, Thrive staff member, uh, Cami. And I'm really excited for you to hear from Cami. But Cami is going to share... Um, a really vulnerable, heartfelt story with us about a time where she was having a hard time having capacity to do something. But it's a beautiful testimony of how Cami handled um, reaching her limits. And so I'm just going to let you hear Cami in her own words, and we'll pick up afterwards. Hi, friends. Today, I wanted to share a story with you about the time that I practice relational skills of identifying overwhelm in my body and then quieting myself. Um, There was a time in my life where I just really struggled with knowing when I was overwhelmed and, and knowing what to do with that. And so when I first started learning about quieting my body, identifying overwhelm, I started to practice these skills when I would go to the grocery store. That was one place that I knew and know that it's hard for me to go through the grocery store without getting overwhelmed and getting into um, enemy mode really quickly and starting to just get through as quickly as possible and just survive the grocery store. So when I decided to implement practicing overwhelm, quieting my body, I sat in the parking lot in my car and I just took some deep breaths I shalomed my body by uh, doing some tapping and and, um, just connecting with the Lord and saying, Jesus, I promise 
whenever I feel overwhelmed in this grocery store, I'm going to come back out and sit with you. And so taking a few minutes to do that, I then decided to embark on going into the grocery store. As I started to get closer, my hands started to sweat a little bit and my heart started to race. And I grabbed that uh, shopping cart and I headed into the store. And as soon as I hit aisle one, I could, that um, anxiety and fear started to really rise up. And so I said, okay, I am starting to become overwhelmed. I ungripped the shopping cart. I went right back out to my car and I sat inside and I took some deep breaths and I shalomed my body again, just gently breathing and calming and also saying, Jesus, I need you. Once my body was calm again, then I went back into the store. My cart was still where I left it. I put my hands around that shopping cart and I started to go, okay, aisle two. And then to aisle three. And I could feel my body becoming overwhelmed again. My heart was racing. My palms were sweating. Um, I was starting to have a hard time controlling my thoughts. It started moving to get this, get this, get this you know, um, the, the to-do list. And I took a deep breath, ungripped the shopping cart and went back out to my car again. This time it was a little bit harder to quiet. I was starting to get frustrated with myself, um, with how low capacity I had to get through the grocery store. And I just took some time to just talk to Jesus about that and just lift that up to him. And it's amazing because in the peace and the quiet, the deep breathing, um, the just surrendering my weakness to him, I started to feel his peace in that car. I also began to play some soft music because that really quiets my soul. And then again, I went back into that grocery store. This pattern of going in, feeling overwhelmed, And then coming back out to the car and sitting with Jesus and breathing and just calming myself. That happened a few, like four or five times. I went back and forth. And that first day, I didn't even get to buy anything on my list. I didn't make it to the checkout. But that day, I felt so much better. And for the days to come, that consistency, the discipline of going in and going out and letting um, God lead me uh, back to the car to quiet with him. Now I can go into any grocery store, even the big box stores that are that I would avoid. Um, I would send my husband or my children, even friends to um, go and do shopping for me. And now I can go in and be completely myself in all of those spaces. So that's my story of how I used um, quieting when I identified the overwhelm that I was feeling in hard situations. All right, friends. So isn't that something? What a beautiful testimony of how Cammie really navigated something very hard, very difficult. She had a keen awareness of her capacity And she was very much aware of whether she could handle something. And she would go just to the end, at the edge of her capacity, and then she would need to go take care of herself. But I thought this was a great testimony of how 
Cammy was working hard to respect her capacity. Notice she did not force it. She did not push through it. These are often responses society tells us when we reach our limits, that we just somehow need to ignore our body. We need to push through these things. But you know what, Cammy respected her capacity. She disconnected when she reached the end of her capacity. She went and she took care of herself. She took some deep breaths. She um, stayed out of enemy mode by working hard to keep the relational circuits in her brain online. She interacted with Jesus and she talked to Jesus and tried to get an awareness of Jesus being with her and to see some of what Jesus sees. This is really a profound testimony in my mind because uh, we don't always have a lot of good examples of how to handle our capacity and what to do. And so she did a hard thing. And, and eventually, as she uh, took care of herself and she didn't push through it, what happened over time is she grew and increased her capacity to be able to do a hard thing. So she would reach the limits, the limitations of her capacity and back off. And then she would try and lean into it again and then back off. And it's this connecting and resting sequence that's really important for growing our capacity. So a lot of what we do at Thrive are exercises designed to help you learn to recognize those limits of your capacity and to be able to push, but not you know push too hard, but be able to stretch and then be able to quiet and rest. So we connect, we push, and then we back off and we just lean lean into it, but we don't push too much. So it's a very delicate dance. Um, but several rounds of this really taught her brain that she can live and survive these big emotions. As the psalmist would say, I will not die, but live. And that's what she was teaching uh, her brain when her survival circuit would kind of kick into gear and say, ah, this is bad. I'm going to die. She knew when to disengage. And then she would do the things to refresh her capacity, like the quieting, getting relational, and interacting with the Lord. And because of this gentle approach, this really worked to help her be able to grow her capacity. So this is something we all can learn from. And just being, having an awareness of your body, having an awareness of, are you still in your relational sweet spot, as I call it? Are you still relational? Do you still have some joy and some peace? And starting to notice when we, when our joy and our peace leaks out. And so that's times when we need to go refresh and, and restore our capacity. So what you can put into practice from this uh, lesson today, basically, is just start noticing, are you relational right now? Can you quiet as necessary? When do you need quieting? And just noticing the story that your body's telling you, because your body is the canvas for your brain. So you learn a lot about your emotional, mental well-being by paying attention to your body. How are your joy levels doing? Are you need some fellowship and some community? Can you re remember some appreciation? Can you feel appreciation in your body? And just reflecting on some of the good stuff will actually grow your capacity. And then, of course, learning to hold on to God's peace, learning to see some of what God sees, we call the skill God sight. These are foundational skills. And in the Joy Switch book that I wrote, I talk a lot about these skills and how to practice these skills. And there's 19 exercises that you can do to grow your capacity, to, but really to develop the awareness of what your capacity allows you to do or not to do. And we have a wonderful Skill Zero Theory class as well on our website. And you can learn more about what we call Skill Zero, which is the relational circuit, which really unpacks this 
material a little more. And it teases out some of these differences of how to notice your joy, how to notice your peace, how to stay relational, and how to get back into relational mode when you lose it. So friends, a little bit of practice goes a long way. And I just pray that you'll be inspired by what Cammie shared with you today and continue to put some of these skills into practice. Thank you for listening. Check the description of this episode for specific resources and visit us at thrivetoday.org anytime. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. We look forward to seeing you next time.